This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello again, everyone. Hope you're all, all feeling okay. There's not long to go now, is there, before the Stags make the trip down the motorway to Wembley for the League Two playoff final against Port Vale. As always, here on Mansfield Matters, we're continuing the build-up, giving you some more exclusive content, this time with a man who has played for both sides but has a clear, clear love for just one of those two teams. He's also a hero of mine. A man I've been trying to get on the podcast for ages and a man who will be part of our forthcoming Stag Stories, the glory of the Amber Generation series with Andy White. He also happens to be the last man who captained Mansfield Town in a League Two playoff final. He's also, if you want one more cherry to the cake, been involved in the playoffs this year as goalkeeping coach for Luton Town. It's none other than Kevin Pilkington. Well, I'm delighted to be joined on the line by a hero of mine and the last man to captain a Mansfield Town side in a playoff final. He's also been involved with the playoffs this season, although I'm sure very, very disappointed that he's not involved in being working over uh, the course this weekend with Luton Town. It's Kevin Pilkson. Pilks, how are you, mate? I'm good, thank you. I'm good. Like I say, you just said there, you've been, you've been nicely working this weekend and have a, another couple of weeks of work, and uh, but unfortunately it wasn't to be. But... Um, yeah, like I say, it's uh, it's been a great season for us and um, we'll see what next season's bring now. Absolutely, but it also means on the other foot, as much as you're disappointed of, of missing out yourself from a professional capacity, that you can sit back this weekend and enjoy not one but two of your old clubs taking each other on on Saturday afternoon. Yeah, um, yeah. I, to be honest, I didn't even think of Port Vale, to be honest. Um, but yeah, they are two, two of my old clubs. Um, I had a better time at one than I did the other. Um, and I think you can all work that which one that was um, but no it'd be, it'd be an interesting game and uh, looking forward to watching it yeah absolutely really really looking forward to it there's going to be lots of Stags fan down there as well and of course like I said in the intro there you were the last person to captain a Mansfield Town side at a playoff final what are your overriding memories of the playoffs in 2003-2004 in um, it was it was, a, it was a, a we had a really good season um, we, we, we did well throughout the season um, I can remember the the two semi-final games against Northampton very well. 
Um, the, the away game where we won two nil um, should have been it should have been outside because uh, I think it was Ashley West we got sent off for, for Northampton the last couple of minutes and I think I can't remember who was clean through on goal but we were clean through on goal when he just brought him down and got sent off and then the second leg was um, was a bit of a roller coaster really <clears throat> uh, we we went. We went three 0 down, and Tom Curtis bought one back, and it went to penalties. And lucky enough, I, I saved one, and we scored the rest of them. And then you get to the final, um, a tenth final. Um, again, I thought we were the better team throughout the game, um, and we had a goal disallowed in the last kick of the game, where we all thought it should have stood, and um, unfortunately, it didn't. Went to penalties, and everyone know what knows what happens from there. Yeah, we've uh, heard stories from Reese Day in the last couple of weeks about him and Liam Lawrence practicing them in the training yeah. session before, and sort of Liam saying, "Watch this," and Reese going, "You've not got the cojones to do that," and all that. Come on, Reese, if you'd have not said that, he might not have. He might not have tried it's, it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, it's, I think he scored twelve penalties that season, yeah. Liam, and um, he's not done one of them all season. He'd been smashing them in the corners. Uh, I can remember in the huddle uh, before the penalty went where before. It went to penalties, and he's like, "I'm gonna chip it." I was like, "Liam, don't chip it. Just don't chip it. Just, just you've scored 12 goals. Just do what you've got to do. Stick it in the back of the net." Um, and then, like I say, he went down there and, and chipped it, and yeah, uh, it didn't go very well. What did you say to him as he's running back to, as he's trotting back towards the halfway, and you're preparing to face the next penalty? Did you have any choice words for him? No, I didn't say no because obviously we we stood to the side and you just see him chip it and it goes over and you you think, oh, what's he done? What's he done? Um, but no, I, I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything to him. I don't think anyone said anything to him afterwards either because it's just pure disappointment of um, of what had happened. Uh, like so, I thought we were the better team on the day. Yeah. Um, and you just you just gutted. You, you, you've you've worked hard all season. It works out four to nine games throughout the season, um, and you just you're, you're there to get promoted. And then when it doesn't happen, it's the best place to win. Obviously, we were at Cardiff, um, where we played the final, because uh, Wembley was getting done up. Um, and like I say, it's the best way to win um, a playoff. Well, I'd imagine it is because I've, I've never done it at Wembley or Cardiff, but it's the worst way to lose as well. So disappointing. Yeah, we'll come back to the final in Cardiff in just a minute. I want to go back for for a moment, if I may, to the semi-finals and, and the penalty shootout. You mentioned it earlier. You see a lot of you know goalkeepers now with the um, you know the, the the water bottles and the notes scribbled on towels and within the socks and things like that. Did you have anything back then, or was it literally just sheer guesswork? No, with with what? Well, um, for the final, well, no, for the semi-final, just watched um, who who took penalties and we did have a little bit but not a lot um, so yeah I just just you went off for instinct most of the time and was it Eric Sabin who saved That's it off, I think it was yeah yeah yeah. so sometimes you can just read them um, other times you, you've got not got a clue um, so no we didn't have any we didn't have like like there is now um, I mean everyone thinks it's genius everyone thinks like oh what Bryce Samba did the other day, everyone's taking photos of his bottle and going, Oh wow, wow. It's like everyone does it. Yeah. It's it's not it's not rocket science. It's like someone said to me, So oh we should do that. It's like, do you not think I do that? You're not, <laughs> like, not I'm not sat in front of a computer for 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 like 
six or seven hours a day doing nothing. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at stuff like that. It quite literally um, is the goalkeeping coach's job to do that, to make yeah, sure they're, exactly. they're keeping yeah. prepared. Yeah, you, you've got all the facilities now. You've got, like say, you've got, you've, you've got all the videos that you want to watch, all the, all the footage that you need. Um, and that everyone thinks it's rocket science, so it's not. Yeah, it's, it's just it's just what it's just what you do. Um, but yeah, so no, on back back then it was just uh, uh, more more have a have a feeling and um, just back yourself and and go and and commit to to one side and and like I say, fortunate enough, uh, I did that in the semi finals and it, it paid off. I imagine it, the feeling of saving a penalty in in a shootout, especially at, at home in front of home fans, is almost akin to to scoring a winning goal in the 90th minute. The elation you must feel to know you've given your side that chance to to go on and win must be something else. Yeah, like I say, it's it's the closest thing the goalkeeper will get to scoring, um, and and having the the adulation really of a, of a goal scorer because like you make you make saves in games and. Some people say, "Oh, what a save!" But then it's it's forgotten. But um, like, if you score a goal and it's a match-winning goal, it goes on for for a while. But um, like I say, it's that's that's the closest you'll get as a goalkeeper to to that sort of sort of adulation. What advice would you give to 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 Nathan Bishop, Mansfield's current number one, going into the playoff final? Because the big stage, it's you know, so often people say that being a goalkeeper sometimes is the loneliest place to be on a pitch. Yeah. Um, Personally, for me, I just go out and just play your normal game. Um, don't try and, and change anything, and don't try and, and and be the hero. Just just go out and play your your natural game because uh, that's what's what's what he's done most of the season, um, and that's what's got him to, to to where he is now. He's had a fantastic season. I've been I've been and watched him a few times, um, and I, I like what I've seen. I think he's been excellent all season. Um, and yeah, so just just go and enjoy it, and and like I say, just just play your game, and don't don't try and do anything that you you're not comfortable doing. Now, of course, back in two thousand and three, two thousand and four, you had another responsibility as captain. Do preparations differ when you're the skipper of a side going into a a, a big game like this? Because there's, you know, we've spoke about it a number of times. It was a relatively young squad. It's similar in in some ways to what Mansfield's current squad is. Now, is there a responsibility on your shoulders to make sure the players are focused on doing their job and, and getting over that line? A little bit, yeah. For me, I think I led more by example than, than words. I, I, I like to think that I went out and I trained properly every single day. Uh, and when I played, I performed to the best of my ability. Uh, so that that was the biggest thing. But obviously, you got you got a few more responsibilities, like the press and and stuff like that in the in the week leading up to it. Um, but no, it's it. Yeah, as I I don't know really. I like I say that like I said then it's it's more by showing than doing. Um, I, I I went out every single day and, and try my best, and and hopefully people see that and they follow. And so that that was the way I I was a captain. I had, had a bit of uh, interaction with the managers um, and they asked my opinion on stuff, not tactics and stuff like that, but other things. And, and like I say, you just you just think you're, you've got little snippets that, that help the team out and um, encourage them in doing the right things. 
Yeah, and it's uh, always an interesting one when you, you sort of go into it. What are your memories in terms of, you know, the build-up to the game the night before? Obviously, it was in Cardiff then and not Wembley. That was, you know, would have meant a little bit more extra travel. The, the boys all know that travel anyway on, on Thursday, Friday, going ahead to that game. What are the preparations like? When do the nerves start kicking in? Because you you must feel it. Yeah, it's it's a long time from the 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 end of the semi final to the final. Uh, I think we had nearly two weeks, um, and it's it's a long time. So you've got a long time to think about it. Um, we had a I can remember having a couple of days off um, afterwards and played a bit of golf, but then you get back into it, and it, it's just such a long build up, and you just want the game to be there. Um, so yeah, we we travelled down. And we trained down in Cardiff. We trained at the Vela, I think it was the Vela Morgan. I think we trained at, um, and then we stayed there. It's where Cardiff City train now. Uh, not Cardiff City. Yeah, Cardiff is it Cardiff? I think yeah. Anyway, one of the one of the two teams. Yeah, Cardiff City train there. And um, so we we went down there and we trained there and stayed there overnight and you just like, obviously you've got your suits and all that and you've got to get measured up um, but the thing for me was it was disappointing was was that it was at Cardiff um, I've never been I've never been fortunate uh, fortunate enough to play at Wembley and you get to a final and you think oh it's going to be at Wembley and then, then you realise oh no it's at Cardiff so that was the biggest disappointment for me in, that, in the whole thing apart from losing um, so yeah, it's just a big, a long build-up, and like I say, you just want the game to be there. You want, you want it, you want to be on that pitch and and just just go and play the game of football because that's what you you you're there for. And it's just a big, like you, you like I say, the nerves do kick in because it's such a long time to to wait for it. What were your memories of uh, being sort of stood at the front, leading the the teams out on onto the pitch? When you walk out into a big stadium, you see so many people coming down what was going through your head at, at that point uh, pride as well well yeah real pride um, to lead out a football club at, um, in a big occasion like that um, to have that honour um, was incredible and um, seeing my family there was was another good thing um, we just had uh, Chloe my youngest so she didn't come but my, my wife uh, and my, my eldest daughter they came to the game um, so seeing them there was was brilliant. Um, I can remember walking out with um, little Maz. Yeah, <laughs> little Scott. He was, uh, yeah, little Scott. He was the he was one of the mascots there, and um, he we walked out with me. Um, so yeah, just just little little things like that. But like I say, just immense pride at um, leading the, leading the team out in such a big occasion and. I'd say it'd been even better to to have lift the lift the trophy at the end of it, but it wasn't to be. And but hopefully I can go one better this weekend. Now, of course, I mentioned earlier on that it is a, a tie between two of your ex clubs, but like you said, I think it's very very clear where your loyalties and your heart lies for this one. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, I mean, don't get it wrong, uh, Port Vale were, were good to me, but I didn't have I didn't have the best of times there. Two two horrible years there, to be honest. Through through everything, through injuries, lack of form, um, personal issues at home. Um, my father wasn't very well at all. Um, so and my mind was, was elsewhere. Um, so, so yeah, I didn't have, have, have two great, great years there. And then I, I left there and, and joined Mansfield. And 
like like everyone knows, I I, I enjoy my time thoroughly there. We I met some really really good people who I'm still in touch with, and um, we were, we were good on the pitch as well. Um, we we got promotion. Unfortunately, we got a relegation. We got to a playoff final. So, um, it was it was it was interesting while I was there as well. And it was just a shame the way I left with um, with not getting well offered a contract on a lot less money, uh, which I didn't think I deserved. So, but yeah, my my daughters lie with with uh, Mansfield, and I hope they go on this weekend and and um, get what they need and. Um, get promoted into League One. It's quite funny, really, because I was talking earlier to someone about the last time we went to Wembley, which was 2011. And if things would have worked out differently, you could have been playing for the Stags in 2011 at Wembley. But has it happened? You actually played a hand in getting the Stags to Wembley, albeit on the <laughs> other side, didn't you? Yeah, I did. We played in the semi-final against... Um, I was playing for Luton. And um, I actually saved the penalty in that game uh, from Louis Briscoe, but he, he followed up and, and scored the rebound. Um, again, it's one of the occasions where afterwards I was gutted afterwards because it was a chance to play at Wembley and it's something that I've I've never done. So, um, but yeah, it was a, that was that was an interesting game as well. But um, even more yeah. even more ironic the fact that at the start of that season you'd actually come back on loan for a brief spell. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I came back. For, I don't know how many games I played, but. I just needed some football. I wasn't I wasn't playing at the time, and uh, I needed some football. And, and Mansfield were were happy to take me back. And again, I, I loved I loved my second spell there uh, as much as the first. And yeah, like I say, it was uh, it was one of the things. It was it was a. Uh, I got a lot of abuse on that day. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you did from behind that goal, but I think yeah. over, overarching, it's one of those things because it's quite funny because Danny Rose, who is just signed for Stevenage for, for Steve Evans, ex Stags player, was at Northampton uh, last season, played against us in the playoffs, and in the two league games, home and away, got like a real rapturous round of applause and love from the Stags fans. But in the playoff games, when it was more serious, got absolute dogs abuse. It's funny how yeah. football turns, but I'm sure, you know, people will be listening to this. And when, of course, they listen to the Stag Stories episode, which will go out after this, we're just waiting for the season to end, really, for it to, to all kick off. You know, Stags fans will be tuning in and loving it. And uh, yeah. I'm sure we'll get you on in, in the future as well. And they'll love to hear oh, you de- tell yeah, us. Definitely. It, it's definitely. just one of those things, isn't it, where it's so funny how, how football works out. But do you yeah. ever look back and sort of think, you know, I, I wish that I'd have sort of, uh, you know, maybe kept Ma- Mary out of training a little bit longer and sort of uh, staked my claim and, and played for the Stags at Wembley in, the, in that year. Yeah, yeah sometimes, but like I <laughs> say, um, you don't wish bad on anyone. No, um, no Maz is a, is, a, is a great guy and a good, very good goalkeeper as well. Um, so, no, it's, it's like I say, um, it was a close game and we both had opportunities and it was just unfortunate that, Louis Louis scored the rebound after I'd saved the penalty. So, um, but no, um, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, we move on to to Saturday. And like we say, your heart will be in, in terms of uh, who you want to win will be with Mansfield. But there'll be a little bit of that with Daryl Clark as well. Obviously, the Port Vale manager who you know really well from your time at the Stakes. He's had a real torrid time in his personal life over the last six months or so. In actual fact, in the eighth minute on uh, on Saturday, there'll be a round of applause which will be started by the Mansfield fans showing our uh, appreciation uh, for him. And it's those little things, isn't it, which I think makes Mansfield Town and football especially quite special. 
Yeah, definitely. I, I saw that yesterday that they they announced they were going to do that. I thought I think it's a lovely touch. Um, what he's gone through, um, you won't wish on anyone, and you you really feel for him. And uh, I send him all my best. Um, and yeah, he's, he's, he's a great guy. Got on really well with him when when we played together. And when when I bump into him, I always have a have a nice chat with him. So yeah, again, you 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 wish him all the best, and um, it's a it's a lovely it's a lovely gesture from Mansfield that they're going to start that, and um, hopefully hopefully he appreciates. I'm sure well, I'm sure he will appreciate it because um, it was great for Mansfield. What have you made of the two teams this year? I know you sort of you know scout a lot of games and have a look at goalkeepers, which means you have a look at the bigger picture as well. What have you made of both Mansfield and Port Vale this season? I've, I've to be fair, I've not. I've only seen Man- sorry Port Vale in the in the playoff games. Um, the first game, I thought they were okay. I thought the second game, I thought they were very good. I thought they were very aggressive and in what they wanted to do and and how they 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 changed the game and, and turned it around. Um, Mansfield, I've been again under under Nigel. Um, he gets teams playing in a certain way, and um, I've been I've been impressed with them. They've I think I watched them against Swindon. I thought they were excellent against Swindon at home. Um, they, they've limited Swindon to, to very few chances. Um, and they, they've got a threat at the, at the top end of the pitch. Um, we've got George Maris, a midfielder, who I know from from Cambridge. Um, to be fair, there's a few. There's um, George, there's Elliot Hewitt, uh, Stephen McLaughlin, uh, who I know all know them three very well. And they're good players, and and I think Stephen's had an excellent season. I think he's been in the game that I well the couple of games I've watched. I thought I thought he's is the best player on the pitch in, in both the games that I've seen. So so yeah, um, they're a threat. They've got at the top end they're, they're good, and and defensively they they look very sound. So it'd be I think it'd be a really tight game. Um, I think there'll only be a goal in it. Um, and just hopefully it goes Mansell's way. Yeah, let's certainly hope it does. Where will you be, where will you be watching it? Will you be sat at home watching it on Sky Sports on uh, on Saturday afternoon? I'm going around to some friends. Um, we're, we're having a, well, hopefully if the weather's okay, we're having a barbecue. So uh, we'll have it on in the background and I'll be, I'll be keeping an eye on it very closely. And finally, Pilks, what's your message to, to the Stags fans? I know you hold them dear to your heart. It's a huge occasion for them. We've come from second bottom this season after 14 games to get into the playoffs and now it's been with a shot of uh, League One again, like we've mentioned before, for the first time in 20 years. What's your message uh, to them ahead of Saturday afternoon? Yeah, just just get behind the team. Um, you, you don't realise how much that it actually means when you've got you've got that amount of fans getting right behind you. Um, it'll make all the difference. So get behind them, um, stay with them, even if it's even if it looks looks down. Um, just stick with them, and you, you never know what happens. But hopefully, it won't be. Hopefully, it'll be it'll be good from uh, the get go. And um, just all the best. Enjoy the day, and hopefully, you're celebrating afterwards. Love that from Pilks, an absolute hero of mine. Absolutely buzzing to speak to him. There's more from Pilks at the end of this season in a few weeks' time in the glory of the Amber Generation Stags Stories series with Andy White, where Pilks sits down with me and Andy to recall that 2001-2002 campaign, which of course led us to what is now League One. Hopefully on Saturday afternoon, the Stags can lead us to League One 
in the here and now with Nigel Clough's men looking to get past Port Vale. A reminder, if you can't get to Wembley, Mansfield 103.2 is the place to be all day long. Well, even if you can get to Wembley, we're actually going to be able to stream the game online at mansfield103.co.uk and via the Mansfield 103.2 app. Search Mansfield 103.2 in your app store and download the app for free or tell your smart speakers to play Mansfield 103.2. More content to come here on the Mansfield Matters podcast feed between now and Saturday. Make sure you subscribe so you get it first. This is the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Because Mansfield always matters. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the Pro Pilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.